pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 U.S. only. Roto-Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Bringing you up to the minute industry news. Time for me to tell you about the biggest tournament in the history of Daily Fantasy Sports. Interviews from the biggest names in the industry. The one and only Condia. Head Chopper joins us now to talk about this weekend in Daily Fantasy Football. Now on the podcast, Napster Man. And game analysis to save you time and help you build your bankroll. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head game, you are just going to lose. Here is your host, the one and only, Dan Bach. Dan Bach. What's up, Grinders? Welcome to the Daily Fantasy Fix podcast brought to you by Roto-Grinders. I'm Josh Surgiant, as always, with my co-host, Travis Mangone. We're covering for Dan Bach today for you guys on the Fantasy Fix podcast. The show, as always, brought to you by Fantasy Draft. Go ahead and check out the great promos we have on the reviews page. Uh, and promos page on Roto Grinders to sign up using the code Grinders to get some really cool deals. I believe you get uh, you get some cash back on some entries, and you also get some premium content, which is really cool. Uh, but yeah, Travis, how you doing today, man? Good, good. Uh, excited, uh, you know, excited for uh, baseball. We don't have uh, much more till NFL, man. It's like uh, twelve days till college football. Then we got, you know, once that starts kicking off, then it's like not too long till NFL. So, oh man, we're getting really closer and closer, man. Now, how are you doing? You're, you're right back from Chicago. How'd that go? Yeah, I survived. I survived Chicago. It was fun, man. Chi Town was a good time. WFBC uh, was a great event. Fanduel did a great job. It was good to, to see. Uh, you know, see some old friends, make some new ones. Lots of lots of cool people there. Some nice young, young and up and comer guys in the DFS industry that got some seats. It was it was fun to pick their brain a little bit, talk to them, and of course some of the older guys there too. So definitely was a great time. And in a couple of weeks, you got the DraftKings live final for baseball. There's a big queue over on DraftKings tonight. Thirty three dollar qualifier uh, to get yourself a seat in the DraftKings uh, baseball live final uh, in Denver. Any interest in that, Travis? You gonna take a shot? I, I didn't know that that was there still, uh, so I think I am now. Hopefully, it's not sold out already. Uh, no, it's not. Yeah, I'm going to take a shot, man, for sure. Yay. All right. Maybe Travis will get a seat, and then we can represent the weekend grind crew over there uh, in Denver. But Yeah, yeah. That uh, yeah, that doesn't happen often, though, man. I don't enter these, that, I don't enter these too often, so uh, we'll see. Let's all, I'll take a shot today, though. Let's go for it. Why not? Yeah, it'll be fun. I was there with our buddy C. Salmon uh, on, on Team Salmon, and he... Uh, you know, eighth place he took for uh, for 18k, so it was a, a nice finish for him. But uh, yeah, Jegro, Roto Grinders user, also ended up taking first place. So congrats to him on a quarter of a million dollars playing DFS baseball. Just incredible, you know. Love this industry, and um, and it just it brings people together. There's a cool sense of unity, you know. Everyone getting together and talking, and just a bunch of guys really passionate about daily fantasy sports. And glad to see that the industry is alive and well. And and you really see that these events when everyone gets together. And, uh, and meets each other but yeah we got some more baseball today travis right we got some good baseball here yeah man ready, ready to rock let's get started with this slate uh not the best slate for pitching uh but so it might be uh you know a day where i keep my core tight at pitching and uh you know look at the hitting differentiate a little bit more but uh yeah let's get started man yeah all right so uh as always we'll start with the pitchers um on this slate uh you know we got 10 games so we got a good amount of options travis start us off here where, where are you looking at a pitcher here 
Yeah, so for me, it's a, I mean, it's a, like, if you don't know yet, it's a course day. Uh, it's a uh, course field is like going to be, uh, you know, 12 run total. Julio Tejay run against Chad Bettis, who's coming back from cancer. Uh, nice story, right? But uh, he's definitely in a spot where it's not going to be looking to be good for him, I would assume. Um, but yeah, I think this is a spot where we're going to want to load up on cores. And because of that, uh, I, I'm looking more so at, uh, you know, on Fantasy Draft, $16,400 for Kevin Gaussman. I just love that price tag for him in a matchup against Seattle. Seattle has not been playing good lately uh they got swept by the angels this uh weekend you know they just have been struggling a lot and like uh i think that this is a spot with gaussman just like uh we believe in his stuff right he's a guy that uh has he's a guy that last year was struggling young guy and you know he's uh kind of figured it out now it seems like and uh, he had a you know bad last start but that's okay I i'm gonna go back to the well on gaussman uh good pitchers ballpark for him in seattle too uh, i just think this is a spot where uh, gaussman is just the guy that'll you know he's got enough k upside here uh, i think he should go you know at least five six maybe even seven innings against seattle and i think he can make it through without getting like destroyed get enough k's and then i get that cores exposure in my cash game so for me like i love gaussman and cash Tournaments, I'm curious uh, if a lot of people do go on him. I could see, you know, uh, for instance, in like that qualifier pivoting off of him because I don't think he's like a slam dunk knockout play, right? But in cash games, he just seems like a perfect safe option. We'll get the job done and then, uh, you know, we'll get me enough bats where I can pull it off. So, yeah, that's kind of what I'm uh, It's kind of what I'm thinking. What about you, Josh? Yeah, I, I don't think that's a bad idea. I think getting exposure to these cores bats is important. We know how bad Tehran is against lefties. Absolutely gets demolished by lefties so um you want to get these colorado lefties in your lineup for sure so to do that you're gonna have to save on pitching so uh, i don't think gaussman's a bad route to go as you said in cash um other than that uh you know it just it's there's not a lot of uh not a lot of pitchers i'm in love with on this slate uh maybe some you know travis wood on DraftKings as an sp2 he's 5.3k going against the phillies we know strike they strike out a ton and he gets the park upgrade and, and Petco. Um, so I think that's something that we could definitely look at there. And Gasman has a nice park upgrade, too, by the way, in Seattle at Safeco. So uh, that's another good thing there. Um, yeah, I think that this is a night to load up on Coors Bats. So uh, just look at the cheaper pitchers. And whichever guys you feel the most comfortable with, those are the guys that you should run with. And uh, and try to get those Coors Bats in. There's really there's no like stud pitchers really on the slate where you're like, okay, I have to jam them in. So when that's well, the, well, I'll say Mm -hmm. Well, Josh, I'll say one thing. Um, Fandle specific, Jose Quintana's 8,400 compared to 8,500 Fulmer, 8,700 Gaussman, and 9,500 Granky. So I think over there, it's like, man, just go Quintana. Like, he's just a way more talented pitcher uh, than, than the rest, right? That's kind of like what my thought process is. And it's a matchup against the Reds, which we don't, you know, uh, we don't love attacking the Reds, but uh, it's. He just seems like he's a, you know, he's a way more talented pitcher than any of these, like, you know, well, not, not, not more talented than Granky. I mean, they're both very good pitchers, the two of them. Right. Uh, but I just think that price tag is just way too cheap. Kind of like a buy low opportunity, uh, which is what I'm thinking about doing on this slate with just, I mean, that price tag is just too cheap for Quintana on Fandle. So I want to put that, point that out specifically uh, on fantasy draft and gra draftings, right? Like it's tougher because uh, that 2200, uh, 2200, 400, well, $22,400 price tag on uh, fantasy drive. It's a lot tougher. And at least like I, I like the, I do kind of like the matchup a little bit, right? So it's a park downgrade for Cincinnati. And uh, I mean, I know Cincinnati cat, right? They have guys like Kozar who can hit a lefty ball. Uh, you know, they have guys that can do well there, but I, I do think uh, Quintana is like one of the, you know, he's probably the most talented pitcher on the slate you could say. And uh, I, I definitely want to get exposure to him too. So I didn't want that to, you know, go one though. No, that says a lot. Um, the Quintana's the most talented pitcher on the slate. So, um, like you know, like you said, fantasy draft DraftKings definitely not going to pay up for that price. But on Fanduel, I think it's it's definitely something worth considering. 
but I really want to get lots of exposure to these these scores bats. So I'm going to have to find a way to do that. But, yeah, so I think that we could both agree that uh, on, on FanDuel specifically, Quintana is a nice cash game play. But other than that, it's probably better to try to save some money on pitcher and get these cores bats in. You agree with that? Yeah, I think that's fine with me. So if we're saving on pitcher, who are we saving on besides Gaussman? You got anyone else down here? Like, that's the problem. Um, are there, is there anyone here that you want to play? Like, I'm not playing, like, just to be real quick to cover Granky. I don't know if you said him, but, like, I'm not playing him against Houston. That just sounds like a terrible idea. Uh, don't love the idea of Colin McHugh again in Arizona. Travis like, that Wood, sounds Travis. bad. It's Travis Wood. What? It's Travis Wood going against Ugh. the Phillies. I know, but it's in Petco. And he gets a nice yeah, little park upgrade, so and he's little. so cheap on DraftKings. He's fifty three hundred. So I, mean, I get the merit in it, and yeah. maybe that's something that we consider on SP because there's also SP two sites, right? Like I don't see a route where you go Gaussman and Quintana or anything like that. And if you want to go cheap, um, I can't get Coors bats in if I go Quintana. Yeah, there's not Quintana's eleven six on DK. You know. Yeah, I know that's the problem. Yep, that's the problem. Yep. Yeah, yeah so. fantasy draft and DraftKings, it's tough to do that. Um, yeah, there's not much to do. I was kind of like debating maybe Ike off the stream against San Diego, but maybe you're right, right? You just go Travis Wood and stream against the Phillies, where they get a they get a uh, you know they get a big park downgrade. They just made the East Coast to West Coast trip. Maybe there's some fatigue there. That that's something that can help too. Uh, maybe I know they obviously they traveled uh, you know Sunday afternoon to you know then the games at Monday night. So there's a, there's a pretty big time in there, but. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe you're right. Just because it's uh, a matter of getting the bats in, right? Uh, we're just hoping Travis Wood does enough to kind of get us there. Uh, I think that's kind of a, you know, that's a good idea. And uh, hey, you get a that's Cape Four lefties for Travis Wood. Uh, in the walk rate's kind of high, ten point one uh, against righties and nine point eight against uh, lefties. Uh, Sierra's Sierra's at four point seven six against lefties, four point three seven against righties. Um, yeah, maybe he does end up becoming a chalkier option again. Those numbers aren't amazing, but it's just like, hey, maybe they stream against San Diego, and it's just a matter to get the bats in. So it's a good, it's a good thing to bring up. But uh, I don't know, man. It's tough to tough to stomach right now for me. Yeah, it, it always is. But like I said, I just don't think that Travis Wood's going to kill your lineup. You know, I think at this price tag on this, as an SP2 that he'll, he'll be all right. I wouldn't play him on, like, FanDuel, you know, but um, as my only pitcher. But I think that as an SP2, you're just kind of consolidating price here and just finding a way to, to get some extra cap to pay up for those bats in cores like I really want to do. And I also want to try to get some exposure to this Detroit and Ranger, you know, Rangers game. So, um, but, yeah, we'll get into that. So I think I think we, we covered pr- pitching pretty well. Uh, it's kind of a, you know, there's not a lot of depth here at pitcher. So, uh is there anything else you want to mention here before we move on to the bats? No, yeah, I'm good. We can kind of get out of picture again. There's not a lot of these cheap guys I like, and it's uh, uh it's, it's, it's going to be kind of rough to figure. I mean, I don't. I, I could see maybe throwing a dart at Cotton. Uh, yeah, but it's yeah, it's not. It's not a pretty uh, pitching. Not a pretty pitching slate all around. Uh, so yeah, let's head over to the hitters though, because that's what matters most right now on this. Slate. I think that's what's going to win the slate for you. All right, so let's move on to catching now uh, at the catcher position. On Fantasy Draft, our sponsor, you don't have to play a catcher, so that's a nice little bonus. But we're still going to cover it for you guys playing on, uh, you know, other sites too. So uh, catcher is a position we usually try to save some cap, go cheap, get some cheap power, you know, some correlation to the offenses that we're going with. So uh, looking at the slate, there's a few routes I think we could go. Um, Travis, where are you looking? Uh, yeah, so I think it's uh, I think this is a great way you talking about wanting to get exposure to that Texas game. Uh, James McCann or John Hicks, right? 
Uh, Fandle specifically, he's $2,000. Again, I'm not playing uh, a catcher on Fantasy Draft today. just makes zero sense at all. But like a John Hicks for 2000 on Fandle or a James McCann for 2500 like I love that price tag. They're also like Alex Avila against Will Joukowsky. I think that's definitely an interesting guy that you can go to. Uh, I'm just going to look to punt it, right? Because uh, I want to get cores in, and I think this is the best way to do it. And obviously, like you know, like we say, uh, Josh, you and I like to correlate. Obviously, hey, if we're doing a, uh, say we're doing a, a Yankee stack, we want to obviously get Gary Sanchez in. Or if we're doing a, uh, say we're doing an Atlanta stack, uh, we want to get Suzuki or Flowers in. In tournaments, I think like you and I are on the same page. We just kind of do that because there's never a catcher that really sticks out on the page. But I think for me, man, it's like like one of these Tigers catchers just punt with them and uh, call it a day to get exposure to that game. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. I always like James McCann uh, against the lefty and, um, you know, whoever whoever the catcher ends up being on Detroit, uh, if it's Hicks or if it's McCann, I think both will be a nice solid play. Both are cheap, so that's probably a, a very strong route to go. Um, they both hit lefties really well too. So, but also these uh, on DraftKings specifically in fantasy draft. I mean, like you said, on fantasy draft we're not gonna really gonna play catchers, but on DraftKings where you have to play a catcher, these course catchers are priced down pretty well. I mean, Suzuki's only three point four k. He's been batting in the middle of the lineup, and uh, Lucroy is only three point five. So if you wanna get some you know cheap catchers in there and in a good spot and correlate to your offense, I think either either of those are also a solid option too. Yep, I, I think that's fine. Uh, again, yeah, just a position I'm going to probably try and punt just because I said it's getting these bats will be important. Yeah, well, I'm saying like James McCann's 3.2 on DraftKings, Suzuki's 3.4, and, and Luke Roy's 3.5. So, I mean, it's all pretty much in the same price range. Like, it depends where. Oh, uh, okay. I didn't, I didn't know Luke Roy was 100 more. My bad. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's. Because uh, I'm looking at, yeah, I'm looking at fantasy draft uh, stuff right now. So, right. yeah. No, that for the 100 extra, yeah, that makes some sense to obviously get Core's exposure. Yeah. All right. So, uh, with that, we'll move on to first base. Um, Loaded position, as always. Uh, different routes you can go here on this slate. Uh, for me, uh, you know, I, I'm i looking at these first basemen, and I'm trying to figure out, like, where where is the clearest route to go? Like, Vado's a guy we'd usually have interest in, but he's going against Quintana, so, um, you know, probably going to pass there in that lefty-lefty matchup. Uh, Posey is first base eligible on DraftKings, and he's only 3.6K on DraftKings going against Adam Conley. So I think that's a nice, interesting route to go. We know he hits lefties really well. Bats clean up for that Giants team. So someone will certainly have interest in over there. Uh, Miggy, 3.5 on DraftKings. I think that's a, a great price for him, and I think you could hop on that, get him against a lefty here, Martin, Martin Perez. Uh, wouldn't mind Gallo if you have the cap going against Fulmer, too, in that game. But, uh, but yeah, I feel, like, I feel like if you have the cap, you want to go with Freddie Freeman or Matt Adams, right? Uh, Freddie Freeman specifically at 5.6K. Uh, he's first base eligible on DraftKings, so uh, 5.6K is just like a nice hefty price tag, though. So uh, you have to decide: are you going to have the cap to go that route? And if you do, um, I think it, it's a good route to go. So uh, it's it's just it's tough. So if you don't have the money for Freddie Freeman, I don't mind paying down for like Miggy here for Miguel Cabrera. And I also uh, I also don't think that as a tournament dart. I don't think it's a better route to go with Chris Davis if he's in the lineup in the Orioles because uh, he's only 2.9K on DraftKings, too. So I think he's a fine play over there. Now, FanDuel has the pricing a bit different, so um, you're going to have to like adjust to where you're going over there. Like, for instance, um, Freeman's 4.5K, so he's still super expensive over there. Um, but you could also get uh, – how much is uh, – Miguel, I had him right here. Uh, Miggy's only 3,200. Um, just keep an eye on his status and make sure that uh, he's playing, obviously. But, yeah, for 3200 that's a interesting price tag there. 
Um, Joey Gallo's 3.6 on FanDuel. I think that's more playable over there, too, than it is on DraftKings. So it's just, you know, site-specifically, it depends where you're going. Um, so for me, uh, uh, I think that I would like Gallo on FanDuel, and then on DraftKings I'll take the savings with, like, Miguel Cabrera if I don't have the money for Freeman. How about you, Travis? Uh, yeah, so I think uh, I think first base is kind of simple for me. It seems like it's pretty easy. I'm just going to go like Freddie Freeman or Miguel Cabrera. I think on DraftKings, like, uh, you know, I'll slide Freddie Freeman at third base and uh, play Miguel Cabrera for 3,500 as a value play in just an amazing spot. Uh, you know, he hasn't looked as right this year and he's questionable, so I hope he plays and I hope he's, uh, you know, playing healthy. But uh, just something to obviously watch and monitor. Uh, Freddie Freeman, like he's the top option, I think, uh, arguably on the slate, right? Like one of the best options, you could say. So uh, if you can get him in, I want to get him in there, right? He's just such a good play today. I uh, didn't talk about your boy. You like playing him a lot normally, Mark Reynolds. Uh, Reynolds actually has been a lot better against right-handed pitching than in the past. I, I definitely think you can go with uh, Mark Reynolds here. Uh, definitely think people will overlook him. Uh, you know, I just think, like, I love the, the price tag on uh, DraftKings is 4300 On uh, Fantasy Draft, we have Reynolds at... Uh, 8,400. So I like the idea of getting him in there too. Uh, I think, he's, you know, he's just like a guy that has two home run upside on any slate and uh, maybe 6,900 on fantasy draft. So make sure to, uh, you know, obviously, obviously check, uh, check that price tag out and try and get him in there. I think that's a, uh, obviously a really good idea, but yeah, I, I think the first base kind of loaded. There's definitely guys to go to a lot of the guys you talked about are definitely home run one-offs that you can go to. And I would just buy low on their price tag on whichever site. Uh, also don't hate Lucas Duda. He batting second against, uh, this Tepesh guy. I, I don't know how to say his name but uh he's not good uh so yeah i think uh, going lucas dude if he's batting second i wouldn't hate that also but uh yeah it's uh got some good plays here but i think uh like for me it's like freeman miguel cabrera mark reynolds like my three favorite plays if i had to pick how about you josh who are your three favorite uh i would say my three favorite would probably be uh freeman miguel cabrera and uh joey gallo will be my three favorite all right yeah sounds good you want to head out of first and check out second base yeah no, second base man like if you look at the DraftKings pricing like brandon phillips is only 3.5k like that's just too cheap i feel like that's such a good value play there so definitely like him and also the yeah, rough- you, you get you get lemayhu for four thousand, man that even seems like a nice value i know uh tay runs uh, better against raising lefties obviously like he just gets crushed by lefties but uh you know taron's still not that good it's still a huge run total and it's only 4k to get rockies exposure i don't know that's an interesting idea yeah it's a good route to go i think too uh, i definitely think uh, the human sneeze lemayhu is uh, certainly in play we also have the rough net odor uh, 3.3K on DraftKings, nice and cheap over there, too. Good savings you get on, on a lefty here against Fulmer um, in this Texas game. So certainly a guy I want to be looking at over there. Um, you know, Fulmer is a guy that earlier in the season we were targeting. You know, we want to get his arm in there. But in this in this 95-degree weather, and it's 40% humidity, too, in Texas, like, it's such a good hitting environment. So uh, I think that we could take some of these Texas bats here. Um, yeah, so I think for me, like, it's – I'm really just going to try to stick to staying correlated to the rest of my lineups and all that. So I'm probably going to have uh, most of my exposure for the second baseman in this uh, Coors game and in this Texas game. So I'll probably have a, a healthy amount of uh, Phillips, Odor, and LeMahieu. That's, that's, those are probably my top three options here, and I don't think that's really going to change much throughout the day. Um, yeah, so that's, that's where I am at, at second base right now. How about you, Travis? 
Yeah, that sounds like the top three. Uh, I, I kind of agree with you. I think they're like really good options. I'm going to throw uh, two more at you, and then we can head out a second because it's not that great today. Seems like a good spot to try and save some money. Uh, if you're playing it, Tiger Stacks, I'd throw in Ian Kinsler. He's questionable today, uh, but against uh, Perez, I could see him being obviously interesting. Uh, you know, hot weather just, uh, you know, in that park definitely helps Kinsler out. And then uh, one last guy uh, we didn't talk about, Astrubal Cabrera. So this guy, uh, yeah, he kind of didn't come through for our buddy at the live final, but, uh, you know, that's that's okay uh he's in a spot man 91 exit velocity uh, in the last uh 15 days 220 uh batted ball distance uh you know he's very cheap and uh with that short porch in yankee stadium like i just think it's an interesting option the problem with uh some of the mets obviously is like uh, i know we get sessa for a little bit but then he's gonna get that like yankees bullpen which can definitely be uh you know be a problem so uh I'm not going to be a, not, not, not be a guy I go uh, crazy on, but it's something to note with that short porch over there. And a the guy's been hitting the ball pretty hard and uh, pretty uh, far lately. So uh, just figured I'd mention that. But I, I agree with you. Those three guys you really mentioned seems like a good position just to get Coors exposure. You know, go LeMahieu, go Phillips, and uh, keep moving on. Yeah, and then we move on to the hot corner. Uh, you know, we got some some good bats here at third base to play. As we mentioned, Freddie Freeman is third base eligible on DraftKings, so you can play him over there too if you have the cap and you want to get a different first baseman in. Uh, third base is kind of an, an interesting position on the slate because, uh, you know, you have to decide if you're going to stay inside this course game. If you are, you're going to have to pay up for, for Arenado for 5.5K. Now, if you want to go a different route, Gallo is also third base eligible on DraftKings, so another option there. I do like Gallo a lot, as I mentioned. Um, I don't mind some Nick Castellanos here against Martin Perez either. I think that's a fine play. Uh, I think that... For me, um, I'm going to try to just find a way to get my exposure within, like, you know, th these two games that I'm targeting hard. So it's probably going to be a lot of Gallo, probably going to be a lot of Freeman. And I'll try to get some Arenado, too, because, like you said, this implied run total for the Rockies is absolutely bananas at 6.3, highest by far of any other uh, run total on the slate here. Um, and then if you really want, like, a really cheapy, like a nice 2K. Uh, 2K super cheap value play. Uh, Ryder Jones is 2K on DraftKings, and, he, and he's third base eligible as well. Uh, now, FanDuel pricing is a bit different. Uh, DraftKings and, and Fantasy Draft pricing are pretty similar, by the way, so um, they're usually correlated there. But uh, you got, you know, Arenado's hand is an issue, so make sure he's in the lineup before you play him. But um, on on FanDuel specifically, though, these uh, these third basemen are priced a little bit differently. Uh, so, like, Castellanos 3.3, so I think that makes them a top option. Uh, on FanDuel at third base just because that price tag is so cheap. And uh, when you go to look at that uh, Coors game, too, uh, as I mentioned, uh, that uh, the Arenado um, is also priced up over there. Um, I don't think there's – like, it's third base is a little bit more shallow on FanDuel because you don't have the Freddie Freeman option for the positional flexibility. You also don't have uh, the option of Gallo at third base on FanDuel either, so you're, you're kind of a little bit more limited to where you can go. So I think if you're not going to go with Arenado, I think, uh, as I mentioned, uh, Castellanos, I think, is, is a fine play here against the lefty. Uh, how about you, Travis? Yeah, uh, no, I like Castellanos here. I think he's interesting. Obviously, we mentioned if you can get Freddie Freeman there. And, uh, you know, on Fantasy Draft, you kind of can just throw him in there, right? Because we just all have to, only have to take infielders, which is nice. Uh, something I wanted to know, as, you know, uh, Josh Donaldson's guy's been crushing the ball. You know, I'm a big fan of, like, riding out the hot streak. And he's been hitting the ball crazy. Well, but uh, here's something interesting. Uh, Josh Donaldson's BVP, 5 for 22 with four home runs. Uh, pretty interesting. Uh, it's like home run or bust for him against Odorizzi. And here's another interesting BVP about Jake Odorizzi. For the team, BVP 
guys out there, uh, they'll love this. And it kind of, I, I remembered it as we were, uh, you know, doing this pod. I was like, oh yeah, Jacob Rizzi like crushes, uh, crushes uh, Toronto with the BVP. Uh, in 220 plate appearances, um, the uh, the Blue Jays have 42 hits, so it's a 189 average, uh, and that is uh, that is not good. Uh, so I don't know. I think that's interesting. Maybe you could throw a dart at Odorizzi uh, just because of that alone. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to note that for uh, the Team BVP guys out there, like to like to keep them involved, right? Um, but one third baseman I think people will just be off of, and I I kind of like him today is. Uh, is Jake Lamb. I mean, Jake Lamb just crushes, like, he crushes most uh, most righties in general. Like, he'll crush Max Scherzer. Uh, he'll crush anyone, right? The the, the elite pitchers, uh, you know, they can obviously get the best of him, but he can get the best of them, too. So, like, anytime uh, Jake Lamb is against a righty, uh, I'm on board to, to do that. Against, like, Colin McHugh, who has not been dominant so far since uh, he's been back. I think uh, Jake Jake Lamb is a guy, you know, he's been hitting the ball pretty, pretty hard and pretty far recently, uh, so I definitely have interest in him. Uh, here's something just to note back with Joey Gallo. Uh, Josh, in the last 15 days 100 exit velocity with 270 batted ball distance on, on the balls he's hit pretty crazy man this guy's been crushing it so uh uh yeah uh, you can keep right in the hot streak against fulmer too i think that's an interesting guy you can throw in there too obviously it's just a one-off and uh, i like when he bats towards the bottom of the lineup just because then you know no, i told uh, you i love, I love gallo here great. man i, I yeah love no him. he's yeah yeah, we can get him third base. We can get him third base. Uh, third base eligible. Definitely don't think it's a terrible one off, right? Uh, don't don't mind if you're doing a stack of uh, you know stacking up teams. You just need one last guy to fit your third base spot for a one off. He's a good, great option as always. But Freddie Freeman's the top guy for me wherever he's third base eligible. And then yeah, I like I said, I like the Castellanos call, like you said too, as like a uh, you know just way to get exposure to uh, way to get exposure to the Tigers. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to shortstop now. Uh, Travis, go ahead, kick us off here at shortstop. Where are you looking? Oh uh, yeah, uh, not a ton I love, but I think for me, uh, I'm I'm a big fan of Didi Gregorius. Like that DraftKings price tag of 3,800 really sticks out. Like we want we want to get exposure to the Yankees today. Uh, 7,500 on fantasy draft. Like Yankees have a 5.8 run total, and uh, a great way to do it, I think, is Didi Gregorius. Uh, it's kind of kind of tough to pay up for Gary Sanchez today. Uh, you you can't touch Aaron Judge right now, in my opinion. Like he has just been absolutely awful. Uh, he's he's about to break the record for a strike. Like uh, I think he's two games away from breaking the strikeout record for strikeouts in a row in a game. Like he's just very close to breaking the major league record. Like I just would not touch him right now. So I'm trying to think of, like ways to get Yankees exposure. Right? I don't really want to feel good doing it through Chase Headley. Uh, the guy I feel good about doing it at the price tag is Didi Gregorius. I just think it's a good way to do it. Uh, if you want to play him, play him. Uh, obviously Zach Cozart. I always like him against a lefty. Quintana's probably not the right one to do it on. Uh, it just seems like a spot where I'd rather not pay up and just. Kind to find spots to save like maybe go on marcus Semyon against a jake junis uh wouldn't hate that think that's interesting maybe tim beckham if he gets a good lineup spot against gallardo uh wouldn't hate going that route um and then obviously like going maybe like a cores if there's like a cores uh power bat like you know if we get like a valika uh you know i, I don't love the match against the hayron but uh you know valika can he I, he can easily go yard so uh not a ton to love at shortstop but i think i mentioned like i think Didi's like the guy right he's like my my favorite if i had to pick but that's kind of like it then from there i'm gonna wait and see what the value uh, kind of comes out and see how it fits my roster how about you josh yeah no i love me some dd today he's my top option for sure uh you know in yankee stadium we got that nice short right porch for him you know he's shown some good power this season too so uh definitely something we want to look at and, and rafael Mont montero 
Gives up a ton of hard contact to lefties. That's really where his struggles are. He's been very efficient against righties. You know, even racked up some good strikeout numbers against righties. But against lefties is where he struggles. So if you're looking for a guy that's in a good spot, you know, ballpark-wise and has a good pitcher that gives up a hard contact to lefties, DD is, is the way to go. And I'm really not afraid of that Mets bullpen either. So I think that later in the game he'll still get some good opportunities. So uh, DD is certainly the top option on this latest shortstop. And like you said, if you want to correlate, you could go ahead and get like some like Trevor Story or Velika if he's in the lineup and um, for that Coors game. And I, I don't mind some Jose Iglesias uh, for a wraparound stack on Detroit either. I don't think that's a terrible way to go. He has lefties pretty well, and, and he's dirt cheap. So certainly a guy you can look at too is there. But uh, anyone else here at short that you're looking at, Travis? Yeah, no, I don't think anyone else at short. And Josh, if you were scared of the uh, Mets bullpen, man, I think I'd have to come over and give you a little beating uh, because they are they are the they are like one of the worst bullpens in the league, man. They're I know. I'm, I'm waiting for my phone to ring. I don't know if they want me to come throw for them because uh, I, can, oh, I, I, I can make the drive out there to City Field, so it's pretty close. So. It, it'd be entertaining. It'd be it'd be entertaining to see you out there uh, at least. I don't know if you do a better job, but uh, <laughs> they, they are they are not good. So, uh, but yeah, let's uh, yeah, let's head over to the outfield, man. Let's. Uh, do you have anyone you like in the outfield? What's your thoughts on that position today? Yeah, actually, this Yankees Mets game, the Subway Series game for me. Uh, there's some good outfielders here to look at. I, specifically, I really like the lefties um, on the Mets side. I think that Granderson Conforto are certainly top options here. Uh, like you said, this this Yankee Stadium with that short right porch definitely favors lefty power hitters, and uh, Granderson and Conforto, you know, fit that mill. So I think that they'll both be top options here. I also don't mind me some Gardner either. I think Gardner's a fine play, and uh, even some Ellsbury. If, if Ellsbury's in the lineup, I think you could sprinkle him in a little bit here against Montero. Montero really struggles against lefties, as I said. Same with Didi, and make some fine correlation plays too here. If you're going to get Didi in your lineup, I also don't mind Didi as a one-off. If you don't want to touch any more Yankees, I get that. And I do agree with you that we could avoid Judge um, on the slate and uh, Cespedes. His so, price. John. Josh, it's funny. It's funny. I said that, right? Like, oh, this is the spot. Like, we could just, we should avoid Judge, blah, blah, blah. And, like, there's other guys priced up in his tier that are better. I'm telling you, like, watch. This is going to be the day where he, like, hits two home runs and doesn't strike out because the Mets pitching is just so freaking awful. I don't know how they strike out. Like, I, something's got to give, right? Like, either Judge isn't striking out or the Mets, like, how are the Mets pitchers striking him out? Uh, but I was just like, I was thinking about that after I said it. Oh, I was like, oh, watch. Like, now's the day where, like, he's going to go off or something. But yeah, no, keep going, Josh. Just wanted well, to if you pay, that. I mean, if you're paying a premium price, for a guy who's striking out a ton and um you beat me with if you beat me by paying top price for aaron judge and i'll take the l in that situation you know, that's yeah yep, yeah exactly yeah know, there's other guys like charlie blackman you'd rather play right, right? He's exactly. just a better play overall. if you're gonna pay that price there's so many options you know that that are better um and like you said blackman para car you know cargo 3.4k on DraftKings, uh, excellent exposure to a lefty here against Tehran and in cores um so that's definitely a good spot to go there uh I don't think I like these outfielders on the Atlanta side very much. I could stay away from them in that chorus game. But uh, Chu and Mazzara is certainly top options for me going against Fulmer. And uh, also really like Mickey Matuk on the Detroit side. He's kind of a, a really career, like career platoon guy, just matches lefties. So he's great. Uh, Justin Upton priced up. Don't mind him so much, but I, I wouldn't go out of my way to pay up for him on this slate. So uh, probably not going to have too much of him. Um, and also... Uh, for me, I think that uh, we could look at uh, John uh, John Jay and uh, Kyle Schwarber here against Wojciechowski. I think they're nice off-the-board picks. I don't know how chalky the Cubs are going to be, um, but we do, uh, we do have a good hitting environment for them here as long as the weather holds up. So I, I think that these uh, 
these outfielders, these lefties here on the Cubs side, like John Jay and Schwarber, are certainly good options. And um, and Ben Zobras, too, if he's back in cleanup. He's only 3K on DraftKings, so another good option there you can look at. Wojciechowski has good strikeout upside against righties, but gives up a lot of uh, fly balls and hard contact to lefties. So uh, those are certainly guys that I would want to be looking at here on the slate. But probably just going to stick to the core of these, uh, like I said, you know, these Mets. I like these Mets outfielders here. And, um, specifically the lefties, and um, I, I think I like the, the Colorado Rockies outfield, going to fade the Atlanta outfield, and uh, I'm definitely on board with the Texas lefties too with Chua Mazzara. So that's where I'm at in the outfield. How about you, Travis? Yeah, no, definitely, uh, definitely agree with a lot of those plays. Like, so like Charlie Blackman, like he's the, he's like probably my top overall guy in the slate. I love him a lot. Uh, I really like Corey Dickerson here against uh, Tepesh. Uh, you know, uh, don't forget, man, the Rays, like, they could go really, they could go really overlooked today against uh, this guy, and just uh, you know, cheap price tag on DraftKings. He's thirty six hundred uh, on fantasy draft. Let's see what Dickerson's at. He's at seventy two hundred. I mean, they get a huge park upgrade here too. Like, uh, it's kind of like when I saw that Dickerson price, I was like, man, like that's crazy. Like the the, the, the race could be a really nice viable tournament option that I could see people just not like just totally overlooking. Uh, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but five point zero six run total for the Rays and like. I feel like lately, like everyone's been like, like this weekend, uh, everyone was attacking him with, uh, you know, pitchers, right? We, we attacked him with Carrasco. We attacked him with Kluber. Um, it seems like people just forgot that maybe the, you know, people are forgetting the Rays are like a really good offense. So that I could see that happening today and them going kind of really, uh, really overlooked. So just wanted to mention that, but going back to the Mets, uh, you know, Mets Yankees game, those outfielders, right? Uh, I love the idea of going Gardner. Uh, you know, he's just in a great spot against uh, Montero. That short porch is definitely going to play in favor of him for all those lefties. Uh, it'll play in favor for, uh, you know, it'll play in favor for Conforto. It'll play in favor for uh, Curtis Granderson. Uh, just, just all these lefties today, man. And uh, narrative street uh, it's, it's happy international left-handers day. Um, this is a terrible, dumb narrative, but I just figured I'd mention it because I saw it on Twitter and got a good laugh out of that. So all the lefties, man, but seriously, there's like a lot of good lefties on this slate. Like just being all, in all seriousness, right? Like I love your Sinchu Chukal. I think he's in a great spot against Fulmer uh, batting first in that game environment. It's definitely a great spot for him. Uh, you know, I love, always love Justin Upton. Uh, if I'm stacking up the Tigers, which I don't love doing against Perez, but I don't know. It feels like a day where it's going to end up happening. I think for me, uh, I'll take Justin Upton here. I think he's a good good in a good spot against Perez in this uh you know really hot park I like him and like uh, Mikey Matuk obviously you know he, he's been batting second good lineup spot where you can get him cheap don't hate throwing him in there too uh I don't know if you talked about Giancarlo Stanton like I don't care what the ballpark is right now I mean this guy is like he's just on fire like one of the hottest players in in the league right now it's just insane what he's doing uh I get it's a lefty and Ty Blatch um uh, but uh you know 5,700 people won't pay that price tag. Well, people will pay it, but people will, you know, be like, they'll think twice, right? And they might go Charlie Wackman instead. And uh, you can get the, hot, the hottest hitter in the world right now. And that's Giancarlo Stanton. So obviously, obviously like him there in that spot, you know, you, can't argue with that. And like all the lefties in the course game, uh, I don't love Inciarte and Marcakis on the Braves side of the ball, but if I'm playing Brave stacks, it seems like I get forced into playing them because who else am I playing, right? That seems like kind of the issue, but uh, I'll probably get a little exposure on them. And then, uh, yeah, Steven Souza, right? Another Tampa Bay, right? I think that we should be considering. But a lot of outfielders to love, man. Uh, I'm thinking I'm going to be invested in a lot of different outfielders. And on uh, Fantasy Draft, it seems like a day where I'm going to be uh, you know, using that utility spot on my outfield a ton. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that uh, the utility spot's a golden spot here on Fantasy Draft for the day. Um, just There's just so many options to go with. So, uh, you know, pitching's kind of limited, but there's lots of hitting options. So the most important thing to do is just pick which uh, which 
core you want to target and just work around that. Try to just keep correlating. And um, I think it's a fun day to make multiple lineups, too. It's one of those days where you could just pick different kinds of stacks you want to go with and, and, and roll them out. Yep, for sure, man. Now, you want to get over to the stack of the day? Yeah, let's do the stack of the day. So uh, we're going to exclude cores because, obviously, cores is always a stackable game. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's a few other ways we could go here. Uh, Travis, who's your stack of the day? All right, yeah, so I normally go with, like, you know, I normally end up, like, talking about chalky stacks because that's just what I gravitate to. Uh, it kind of happens, but, you know, we're talking – you talk, have me talking about this live qualifier today, and, uh, you know, I just threw an entry in, and, uh, you know, it seems like a spot where I'm going to try and maybe be a little different. I don't know if I definitely will do it, but uh, – uh, it seems like if I'm only throwing one bullet in there, I don't know how many bullets I'm definitely putting in, but I only have one so far. So it uh, depends what I'm doing. But I think just like this is a really good idea. I think that race stack, man, I I mean, they just have so much upside, right? And like Tepesh is not a pitcher that we're at all worried about. Like, so, I mean, and, like, you get great price tags on them too. You could even maybe double pay up a pitcher for those some of those price tags, right? So uh, I think that's a really interesting option here. Uh, again, like, uh, you know, Tepesh is not a guy that we're like, – trying to obviously like target a ton like because there's just so many other options to target that's the thing like there's so many other games that people want to go to people want to go play the yankees people are going to want to go play cores they're gonna let that tigers and rangers game and be like oh wow like look at that total uh cubs have a 5.62 run total like there's just a lot of totals above five today so uh and i just could see the rays going absolutely overlooked and uh, i'm gonna have interest in them give me some dickerson dude longoria like logan Forsyth, steven souza Miller Ramos, I think they're all in play. Like that one through seven, I love. Uh, don't think I'll get on to like Malik Smith or Hetcheveria. I could see getting on Malik Smith if uh, I know Miguel Montero is in there. I don't. He might be hurt. Though. I haven't seen that guy in a while. I think he he might be hurt. Or I know Rafael Lopez is in there. I haven't seen him in a while, so maybe maybe he is hurt. And I don't know. But if he is in there, like obviously Malik Smith is, uh, you know, one of the best uh, base stealers. Uh, you know, you can get on this slate uh, if he gets a good spot against Montero. Could totally understand that. But I, I think this race stack just super contrarian and different. And uh, I'm going to take some shots with them in tournaments for sure. What about you, Josh? Uh, well, I I think that for me, my stack of the day. I'm gonna have to kind of be a homer on this one, but just because just because of the way that they lost that game last night against the Red Sox, it was just went to extra innings, and you know they held their own against Sale and everything. Um, you know, he I mean he had an incredible game. I think he struck out like twelve hitters and twelve twelve hitters in seven innings. Yeah, so like he, he threw a heck of a game. But the Yankees, you know, they they dug in, they kept it tied one one, then they lost the game in the tenth. So um, I think that because of that. Uh, they're gonna. I think this is a spot where they're gonna come back and they're gonna want to win and they're gonna try to bounce back hard at home here. And uh, Montero is a great guy for them to do that with. So uh, I, for some reason, I I don't think the Yankees will be as chalky as you think. Just you know, especially with these cores prices here, because the cores guys are pretty affordable on the slate, and then it's kind of easy to get some core stacks in. So uh, for that reason, I think the Yankees are are, are a good stack here. I think it's a, a day where they, they just score a ton of runs. And uh, yeah, so I'm gonna have I'm gonna have some Yankee stacks out there tonight. I'm gonna make them my stack of the day here. Uh, that's that's where I'll be going. Uh, what do you think? Do you think that's a, a nice way to go too, Travis? Yeah, man. I mean, if you're getting them under owned, uh, I'm definitely gonna sign on the dotted line for that. And I don't normally like saying that. I'm the guy who, uh, when Rafael Devers hit that home run off Chapman last night, I was fist bumping, high fiving people. I was so excited. So uh, yeah, I love to hate on the Yankees normally, but man, this is a great spot for them. So if I'm getting lower ownership on them, of course. And I just like their price tags are kind of cheap in some spots. So uh, I could definitely definitely see getting on board with the Yankee stack, man. If they're if they're gonna go on their own, uh, I'm gonna definitely looking into that. So we'll we'll see though. I'm curious what the core's ownership is and how much. It's talked about throughout the day, so just be you know be on the lookout for that, of course. 
All right, with that, we wrapped up the slate for you guys, gave us, gave you guys our stacks of the day. Uh, we appreciate you guys coming by and listening. Always enjoy filling in for the great Dan Bach. Had a great time hanging out with him in Chicago this past weekend at the WFBC. So uh, he'll be back with you guys tomorrow. Right, Travis? This is our last day covering? Yep, yep. He'll be back tomorrow, and I'm sure he'll talk about I'm sure he'll talk about everything that happened. And, uh, you know, if, you, if you're looking for that, uh, he'll be talking about that tomorrow for sure, and he'll be breaking down the baseball for you too. Also, give us both a follow on Twitter if you haven't already. You can follow me at RealJoshuaGiant. You can follow Travis at Travis. Mangone, that's at Travis, M-A-N-G-O-N-E. We love interacting with you guys, so shoot over any, any questions or uh, comments you might have, and we'd, we'd love to hear from you. But uh, other than that, go enjoy the day. Enjoy the games. We're, you know, we're back here. It's, it's back to the week, back to the grind here on Monday. So enjoy your games, and uh, we'll see you guys soon. Peace out, Grinders. knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this father's day we do it right too with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn now get a charbroil four burner advantage series gas grill for just 169 and pick up your choice of craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only 99 each make this father's day his best one yet and do it right for less start with lowe's charbroil offer valid through 612 craftsman offer valid through 619 us only Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet and do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612, Craftsman offer valid through 619, U.S. only.